1: Welcome to TMZ Live, Harvey Levin here. Charles here. There was something that happened in a Las Vegas courtroom that is shocking but also really telling. I, I, I really wanna talk about this because this is bigger than what you're about to see and what you're about Although to see is huge, is, is nuts. Huge.
2: Yes, is nuts. Uh, yes. A, um, a man who had been convicted of a battery was in Las Vegas court yesterday for his sentencing. Diobra Reddin is his name and his attorney had been pushing for probation and maybe Diobra felt like that's what he was gonna get. Maybe his attorney told him that, I don't know. But when the judge decided that he was actually going to do prison time, and this would be the second time he was going to prison, uh, he he went crazy, went nuts, and attacked the judge in a way I honestly have not seen in a court before.
0: I appreciate that, but I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else because
3: I just can't with that history. In accordance with the laws of the state of Nevada, this court. Oh. Hey.
2: The guy punching him, you see there, is the court reporter. There's the court reporter, bailiff, another attorney jumped in, trying to hold this guy down. The judge was knocked to the ground and actually hit her head, but she is okay, thankfully, but it was a crazy scene, and again, you heard her say, it's time to do something different because he'd gotten probation a few times before. And it didn't work, and it didn't work. didn't work, and she's like, you know what, this time you need to actually do some time.
1: Okay, so that is this story. I want to make a point because I, oh, God, when you watch this, it is just horrifying. When you watch this, yeah, I mean, this is one violent defendant who goes after a judge. The judiciary is under attack from all sides now in this country, from both extremes. And there are people who don't like, for example, what the U.S. Supreme Court ruled, and they are talking about the illegitimacy of the US Supreme Court. There are people on the other side who are talking about um, that the courts are and the, the Colorado Supreme Court right. is feel like the courts have been poli- un-American, pro. I think Donald Trump said because yeah. um, of holding them off the ballot. And that listen, those you are criticizing You may disagree right. with the Dobbs decision. You may disagree with what the Colorado Supreme Court said. But what is happening in this country is that we are delegitimizing one of the three branches of government. And that's why people feel empowered to go to a Supreme Court, a US Supreme Court justice's home, armed. This is why- Someone went into the Colorado Supreme Court and actually shot it up. Actually shot it up. We have a federal judge whose son was murdered in the doorstep of her house Uh, Because this guy didn't like what the judge had ruled. But this is what's going on when you delegitimize parts of our government. And it's happening with the presidency. It's happening with the judiciary. And this is what is one of the big threats to democracy. That if you don't like the ruling, rather than arguing on the merits, you say... They're yeah. not a legitimate body anymore. Right. And I think that's what's going on. Harvey,
4: here. I really do think this is, this is a potentially existential threat to the court system and frankly, to our democracy. I hate to be too, too hyperbolic about it all, but when you But I just ju- was, so there you <laughs> go. Yeah. When you have judges who are terrified about the impacts to their safety that their rulings are gonna have, they're gonna rule differently and they're gonna rule in a way that doesn't comport with what they feel the law says and what they feel the judicial philosophies are. And it comes from the top. This is created by politicians who are frankly yes. going after people on both sides of the aisle, going after judges who and don't. The me- and,
1: and the media, Jason.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. And we we've saw it. we saw Donald Trump do it, we saw leaders on the left do it, go after judges personally when they don't side with their legal positions in a certain case. And right. it's wrong, it's gotta stop.
1: And again, you can argue
4: if you disagree
1: with what a court does. It's fine to argue it, but to say they're not legitimate, that's and what is causing-
2: To say they're not legitimate and to have acts of violence, whether it be, and, and this is minor compared to what, like what happened to the federal judge in, in New Jersey. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, when people decide that I disagree, and so we're gonna go, you know, take it to a level 10 and get violent,
1: that's its a threat not to the way we guys. want to live in this country.
0: Hey, how you doing? My name is Kayla Mentala, Florida. Um, I do want to say I'm glad that the judge is okay and that she didn't have any injuries. Um, The attack was insane. He literally like leaped over there. He didn't even walk. Nothing just leaped. And I'm glad the Marshal was there to help her um, and be there for her. Um, On another note, Send him to the NFL after
1: he get out. No oh God. He did look like a, like a linebacker. I, I don't know this because linebacker. we don't know this element, but I'm going to guess it because I know I'm right on this. This guy's going to face some serious charges for what he did. Oh, yeah. If he thought he was going Yeah. He, he was
2: upset about going to prison before. Just wait. Yeah. Just wait. It'll be much longer now.
1: Okay. This is going to be a
2: radical change. Big switch. <laughs> uh, but something that has been on a lot of people's minds, and Kyle Richards is speaking out now about, you know, obviously she and uh, Maurizio are still separated, though, spending some time together. But when this whole separation started, the thing that people were talking about was whether or not she had a relationship with uh, Morgan Wade, the country star. Uh, well, now Kyle is saying, yes, she would date a woman. Now, She didn't I say think, Morgan Wade. She didn't say Morgan Wade. And she's, and, and the, the fact that she said would date, that... I, is she saying I haven't yet, but I would? Well, that's kind of when you say would, it doesn't mean that it does. It is, do, it, is that her denying that there's been anything up to this point
1: with Morgan? Because I that's what a lot of people thought was happening. There's no answer to that question. Right. There's just simply no answer to that question. Um, is she saying, yeah, I would in the future? Is she saying would, meaning maybe if she theoretically had, I would? We don't know. But <laughs> but they're using this to tease. Uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and frankly it's working because everybody's really interested <laughs> in it so my guess is that uh, Andy Cohen scores again
3: to our amazing trip <laughs>
5: <Yay>. <laughs> oh, welcome to Casalote no <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> somebody take a picture would you ever date a woman? <laughs> no
6: would
7: you? Uh, for, uh,
6: yep You know, here's the thing, guys. Uh, This is further proof that Kyle and Mauricio's marriage, I think, is over. I'm over here wondering when one of them is gonna file for divorce. I mean, it's been months now. It's very clear that this marriage has run its course. They were together for years. does doesn't mean they can't be close friends, um, but I think it's time to pull the plug on this marriage. I think I think they're both going in different directions. We've seen the videos recently of Mauricio out partying in Aspen, having a good time with other women. Whether or not he's dating or hooking up with those women, that's Jesus, unclear. Every time I see and this, Ki- and Kyle's running around. Oh, you were gone. I I saw it on the site, but I was
2: like, um, yeah, that's. Now you're aggressively. You're uh, separated. Memory, so come on.
1: <laughs> I but know. yeah,
2: I, I know what you're saying. I mean, it certainly seems that way. And it almost feels like they're waiting to make make it public. Maybe they've already decided what they're gonna do. I, they're really, they I got waiting until they get a little, into the season. I, I
1: got a little recon on this. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I know I'm gonna sound really gullible, but I've got pretty good recon. My gut is neither of them has decided to pull the trigger on that. Huh. And, and I, I believe that. Now, I know it sounds naive, um, but I... Look, they've been together I, I will, for 27 years. recon,
2: knowing some some background
1: on your recon. I'm going to
2: trust that that is what it is. But everything that our eyes...
1: I wouldn't bet is, my house on it. Right. But <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. That I, I, I think they have... The, and it's confusing after you're married for 27 years that you right, got to, you don't just walk away, obviously. It, it's hard to do. Now the big thing is, could this marriage go down the tubes before Kim and Croy? That would be unbelievable. When you think about it, they can't let that happen. Sorry, that's a race they don't wanna win. Right.
6: <laughs> My name is Real. I'm from Chicago. I feel like it's just part, part of her storyline. I don't actually think she'll probably go gay, but then again, you'll be surprised with these females. They get a pass for doing any and everything after a divorce, but it probably is part of her storyline, well, to each his own. I'm not touching that, you go. No. Nope, nothing not <laughs> saying.
2: They say never say never. But uh, Britney Spears never is absolutely using that word, which is really uh, heartbreaking because she's to her fans because she's referring to her mu- music career. Um, and there was some excitement uh, where people thought that she was getting ready uh, to put together a new album. And part of it was involved uh, someone that she followed on social media. They felt like this was a clue. You know that Britney fans are always, they're like, you know, they're amateur detectives and they look into everything that she does. Uh, But Britney heard all of this buzz and decided that she wanted to just settle this once and for all. She said, they keep saying I'm turning to random people to do a new album. I will never return to the music industry. Now this is interesting. She says, I've written over 20 songs for other people the past
1: two years. I'm a ghostwriter. And I honestly enjoy it that way. So I got to say a couple of things. Number one, when she says I will never return, it's almost like she was saying that you know pre-conservatorship um, she was in it and now she's not anymore. Well, she's recorded two songs already by her, you know, with uh, in, in right. partnership. So she has recorded. I can tell you something's changed because I know this that there was a team that was working with her to record new music yeah. and that was always the plan so something has changed but i know that there was a plan and she was on board you know at shortly yeah. after the conservatorship ended to produce new music to record new music so something here has changed
0: well hopefully you guys she changes her mind i think we all want the best for britney and look if she doesn't want to make new music that's fine however the fans are ready and waiting we will come out of our closets or our rooms, come out into the real world and buy that album because we still support her heavily. But here's the thing, it would have been her 10th album. And if you guys remember, Everybody that's a Britney fan always says her best album ever was the Blackout album, which was during a time, uh, you know, right before the conservatorship where she she was going through a lot of changes. And I think a lot of people that saw her come out of this conservatorship were really hoping for an album because we wanted to get new music from her. We wanted to uh, see her release her own personal struggles into music. Um, But yeah, we are ready and you know, mm. ready and waiting Your to go buy those albums on the store.
1: Yeah, you're going to be <laughs> waiting. <laughs> a long the time, waiting. it looks like. I mean, look. I, I she's the other thing is that she runs hot and cold on this. Exactly. Her saying never today
2: doesn't necessarily mean that. That's how she feels today. I believe that that's how she feels. But
1: the reason she can I feel differently, and the reason I think it's going to change, and you know, we've talked about this before. We have talked to people who have been around her when she records. She is really, really, really good in the studio. Um, and everybody who's around her says this. And I remember we interviewed Paul Anka for one of our Britney documentaries and he was talking about this, that she has this it factor that not very many people have. But in the studio, she is really, really good. And I think when push comes to shove, look, she, her, her money is dwindling. I was gonna say, the, the
2: other thing is that at some point she might need to. to. It- right now, she doesn't feel like she needs to. At some point, it, it's a good thing to fall back on, yeah. right? It's a yeah. great to have that talent yeah. to fall back on.
0: I thought it was interesting that she revealed that she has been writing songs for other artists that we and don't know about. And that's what makes me
2: think that it could change because if she's, it, I get that she said she prefers ghost writing, but if you're still writing, that means that at some point you're going to write something that, that you want to record
1: that is going to move her enough. She's like, you know, I want to record. The this. one thing we know, the one thing we know is she is never going to go on tour again. And I think she's yeah. now finally said it but we've been hearing this from everybody around her that those days are just, they're over.
0: Hello, I'm Lisa Perron, a psychic from Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. I can only imagine how exhausting it must be to live Brittany's lifestyle. And as much as she is part of the music industry, I think she needs to step back and take care of some personal issues. I'm sure she'll be back making albums in the future, even if she isn't gonna go on tour. That must be so grueling. I wish you nothing but the best.
2: She's got her, her plate full right now, trying to mend fences in her family, and and, and actually mending some fences. in Her family, um, and the divorce. You know, you so, know, you know, what's you, know.
1: Inter- you know what's interesting? We're about to do another story. We're about to tell you about another mm-hmm. story about somebody who is also giving up singing. She's doing it because she wants to act more, but she's also kind of giving up singing. And that person would be Selena Gomez, uh, who had a.
2: Um, A big night in the spotlight, as as far in the spotlight as you can be when you're in L.A., and that means sitting courtside for the Lakers. Now, some of her fans won't
1: be thrilled that she's there with her her guy, Manny Blanco. I like that jacket. I like that jacket. Do you? I love that jacket. Really? It's got
2: swag. I guess it does, but it also reminds me of like can I tell you what it reminds me
6: of? You're lying, Harvey. Oh, 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 if we bought oh, 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 that, you hold on, would
1: not The Sixties kitchen. Um, no, no, no. Uh, that table the Tablecloth. The, table the, the, yes. the, the The um, Kid. the plastic tablecloth. Yeah, exactly. But you know what go, put, put the picture up again. You know what it reminds me of? <laughs> laughing. Those were yes. Do you see it? Reminds me of laughing.
2: Very much. Well, you know her fans have not been thrilled with Benny. They think he's not good enough for her. Ridiculous. She clearly does not care, and they were all.
6: Hugged up, so, uh, sitting courtside. Sorry last night. for stepping on you, Babcock. No, I was going to say, I, and I almost offered to buy the jacket before I realized <laughs> that's probably so expensive because I would love to see you wear that. But, but anyway, yeah, I mean, look, this is really interesting because I think a lot of people have said right she is this you know she is this beautiful woman and she's dated these sex symbols in the past and a a lot of people have said hey you know they they, I guess in their opinion don't believe Benny fits that bill boy shallow 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 shallow. I know I know it's so true and they look so happy last night I mean they're watching the game they're all over each other I mean there's kisses on the hand as you see right there on the photograph Did they put them on the kiss cam by the way Oh, that's a great! I don't know. Yeah, we asked almost that in the look, morning meeting. She was looking
2: it, up at the big screen. It's almost like she was like, you would "Oh, gotcha!" They, they did, Charles, it. Right? I, right?
6: They they should have if yeah. they didn't. But I mean, I think this is great. Who cares what anyone says? They're into each other, obviously, and and who cares? Go mind your own business if you don't like it. But I I think
1: this is really cool. This is the first time they've actually been out publicly that you know they kind of announced that they were together, or she did. On uh, social yeah. media, but this is the first time yeah, we've really I seen him out I think this was together. the coming
6: out party, Harvey. Yeah. you know, you know how it is at a Lakers game. How they do?
1: How the Lakers do?
6: Not great. They lost the game, but uh, then they've been losing. It, it, the Lakers game, you go to it to be seen. It's not just about the basketball game. It's 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 like their arrival as a. Is it game. at all about the basketball game? Sometimes, <laughs> for some people. <laughs>
4: I'm Michael Jenkins, live in D.C. First of all, that jacket reminds me of my mom's petunia garden. I don't like it at all. And secondly, I I think we should see more PDA, more making out. The Lakers are terrible right now. I don't care if it's Selena and Benny or if it's some couple in the mezzanine having too much to drink. It's the only reason to go to a Lakers game right now. I'm happy for them. They should keep doing it. Wow.
1: The only reason. Down on the Lakers. Ooh, LeBron's not going to like that.
4: Here's some advice
2: for Tom Sandoval. Free of charge, stay home. Don't go anywhere, don't do anything. I could not disagree. Whatever with you anymore. do, because whatever you do, they are going to slam you for it. And they meaning um, your cast members, uh, because he is still clearly the villain with them. Uh, and now he has uh, drawn the ire of PETA because of a vacation he took to Thailand. And while there, he did something that honestly, a lot of tourists do, but- It's cruel and it's terrible. It is cruel and- Just because a lot of people do it doesn't mean you should. So he went to this uh, zoo in Thailand where you've probably seen friends or other people who've gone and they get their photos taken, hanging out with tigers, sometimes cubs, but this time um, a seemingly full grown tiger. I don't know, that could have been a baby also. But um, he hung out there and these photos really ticked off, like I said, not just PETA, but two of his cast members, uh, Lala Kent, and uh, James Kennedy had a lot to say about this. Um, and Lala, in particular said that, you know she has made this uh, sort of a, a cause celeb for her. And she knows that uh, Tom knows this. So she said, uh, what is disguised as fun and cool is in fact, animal abuse. It's heartbreaking. I've made noise about educating yourselves. And here I am to tell you again, do not support places like this.
1: And I agree with that. Um, and it's terrible and obviously there's no jurisdiction the United States has other than to say don't go support something like that. But when you say Tom Sandoval stay home, what this does is it takes attention away from the whole Raquel thing that has been going on for about 10 years now. And the show <laughs> starts up, the, the show starts Not up even. again later this month. right? And so he wants to deflect away from
3: that. And I'm not saying he did this intentionally. Right. He should, if in that case, he should have took this photo about a year ago then. Well, there he you go. He should have done it right <laughs> well, after the scandal and then they would have been talking about this. But Not a terrible idea, Devin. But, but the thing is, what Pete trying to say here is, you know, when celebrities and, you know, people that people follow pose with the animals, it'll drive people to want to do it as well. And like you guys said, obviously, you know, it's just, these places are kind of inhumane. They, they take the animals from their mom. When they're young, they're animals that are supposed to, you know, be out in the wild, not in, uh, you know, taking yeah. photos with people. You know? And well, they also and, miss them in the
1: process of training. Peter says to that do this, exactly it's that, terrible. I mean, it really is terrible.
3: And you know, look,
1: I mean, we've talked about it this is with a tiger king. Uh, we, we saw tiger what king. happened with Siegfried and
2: Roy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, but it is true. Anytime you have these wildlife experiences, and, and a lot, the other one is dolphins. When people go right tropical places and they get and, get to swim with dolphins. What happens for those animals to end up there in those uh, displays, where they get to you get to have encounters with them? That's the problem. It, it, they may it may look fine to you when you're there, but it's there what are happens con- behind the scenes there to con- get the animals there. There are there consequences that are for all
1: of this stuff. You're right, and and the training of it can be really cruel, terrible, and just the. Confined- and I don't know anything about this particular place. Well, what in Thailand, we're told PETA, is what, what PETA is saying that. Well, what we're told is they will sometimes hit the animals to make sure that. You know they respond the way they want to. It's just we shouldn't be doing this.
3: You're also seeing, I feel like, a lot of these like you know roadside circuses and and different things. I and mean, there was a lot of I think you Pete know. has
2: issues with those. things, Well, too. yeah,
3: and they're all getting shut down. So it's only kind of a matter of time. You would think that you know all of them are going to be shut down.
4: I'm playing with tigers in Thailand. What a headline! The rich get richer, and the hated get more disliked. Sandoval has to figuratively be filling the claws of a tiger slash after PETA and Moore disapprove of him taking photos with a captive tiger. We see here the first man getting attacked from a tiger without being physically harmed. We can't sit here, though, and act like Tom Sandoval is the only celebrity to spend some time Mm -hmm. with an exotic feline, though. Instead of PETA going in on Sandoval, who perhaps is uneducated about the subject and meant no harm, maybe they could just use this time to raise awareness about animals in captivity. Well, I think
2: that's what they're doing. Yeah. Right? I think that's, that's their that point. That is what they're doing. They're sort of rebutting what, you, what Tom's fans or even people who hate him may be thinking when they see this, I'm, oh, that's cool, I want. And I'll be honest, like, I've had friends who've gone to do it and it always looked really cool. Well, it like does look I cool. Like something I would wanna experience. Yeah, it does look cool.
1: I'm glad he did it, because now we can talk about it and people can think about it. And um, it's going on anyway, so it might as well go on with a celebrity so we can put a spotlight on it and talk about it some. Right, okay, taking a break. All
2: right, when we come back, uh, the list of uh, Jeffrey Epstein Associates is out partially. More to come in the weeks and months ahead, but uh, we will reveal some of the names. And there's something curious about one celeb Not accused of wrongdoing, but clearly was suspicious about what Jeffrey Epstein was up to, we will tell you about a very interesting conversation he had over dinner at Jeffrey Epstein's house. Welcome back to TMZ Live. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is actually celebrating uh, as he threatened he would be when the list came out, but some of the Jeffrey Epstein associates have been revealed because the court documents, and they had said originally this wasn't going to come out until the 22nd. For some reason, the judge decided to release some of the documents. A thousand pages. Yes. Uh, And there are many more to come, but we do now have some of those names that are unredacted in these documents related to a lawsuit that uh, one of the victims of Virginia, Geoffrey, has filed against Ghislaine Maxwell. So maybe the headline is the Bill Bill Clinton Clinton one, yes. Uh, And we did know that Bill Clinton was uh, an associate of his, but one of the, I guess the, the, like you say, the big headline was that in these documents, uh, Epstein told uh, told one of his, the women who was working for him, one of his victims, that Bill Clinton likes them young, referring to uh, the girls that he wanted to connect
1: with. It did not go any further than that. They didn't right. describe any, and there were a couple of people where they did describe um, alleged uh, sexual contact with young girls. Uh, Prince Andrew. and Prince Dick Andrew, Andrew. And, and former energy secretary in New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson, um, where they specifically talked about that with them. They did not with Bill Clinton or anybody else who was listed. Right. And and actually, uh, some of the names that have been revealed
2: here, really, it's to say that they were associates. They'd been to dinners or events uh, with Epstein, but they were not, um, there was no mention of them wrongdoing. Among them, Michael Jackson, David Copperfield, Stephen Hawking, um, which is interesting. The Stephen Hawking thing is interesting. And there's something about David Copperfield that's also interesting. Right. Hawking is mentioned in an email that uh, Epstein sent to Maxwell, where he said, um, are there any relatives of Virginia's that we can get to refute this claim that she's putting out there that Stephen Hawking was at an orgy uh, that I had organized? So he was in that email basically saying, it's not true. We need to get some, someone out there to say this isn't true.
4: Yeah. It's an interesting list. Obviously, dozens and dozens of dozens of names. Stephen Hawking is the one that we had never heard anything about. We've heard allegations in the past about sexual indiscretions, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, David Copperfield, and some others. But we had never heard that about Hawking, which I think makes it a little bit more sort of... you you know, noteworthy, Um, but nevertheless, you know, to to the point that you were making, uh, with few exceptions, there were no real allegations of wrongdoing here, in the case of Bill Clinton, it was that Jeffrey Epstein was bragging to somebody else that Bill Clinton likes them young, but no proof, no evidence of any actual wrongdoing. And
1: we should note, because I think this is really important, that Jeffrey Epstein was kind of in the center of social society uh, in places like New York City and others, he had a huge group of people who um, are very famous who interacted with him. He did a lot of charity stuff. Um, he was, you know, on that scene, right, right. And so a lot of people who had no knowledge of this or did what he was doing, right? Yeah, and, and I don't even want to get into the names, but if you look it up. You're going to see that it, it, it's littered with famous people. Yes. Famous, uh, famous a people. A lot of them.
2: By the way, David Copperfield is. David interesting. Copperfield is interesting. One of uh, Epstein's victims, uh, her name is Johanna Soberg. She uh, gave a deposition uh, in this lawsuit. And in the, she mentions a conversation with David Copperfield. says so said she was at a dinner. Uh, she was there. There was another young girl there. And David Copperfield. Uh, this is at Epstein's house. She says, she says there was another girl present who looked young and uh, Joanna asked what school this young to. girl went to. She didn't recognize the school name as being a college and she said it was possible it was a high school aged girl. And then later uh, Copperfield says to Joanna, says she, uh, he questioned me if I was aware that girls were getting paid to find other girls. So it sounds like he was suspicious about what clearly, was going on here. He clearly
1: was suspicious right. to ask that question. Right. But, that, um, but, but that's really that's interesting because that's the, only, uh, that's the only involvement that they had with him all, uh, other than interacting with Epstein. Right. But everybody kind of thought this was gonna be this list almost like Heidi Fleiss's list. And it just didn't turn to out At To this that point,
2: way. it hasn't been. And we know that there are many, many, many more volumes of documents that are supposed to be released in coming weeks, so we will see what comes out there. Um, joining us now to discuss uh, the release of these documents, someone who is very um, in the middle of all of this because Spencer Kuvin is an attorney who is represented uh, in total nine of Epstein's victims. Uh, in fact, he represented the first person to come forward uh, in this whole mess with Jeffrey Epstein.
1: So Spencer, first of all, your reaction to the names that were released and the comments uh, attached to those names.
7: I think what's important to understand is that a lot of these names everybody already knew about, right? The biggest names we have here, like Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew, um, those are individuals that everyone already had heard about in the past. These documents just validate what everybody had already been discussing. What is also important to understand is now the context within which they're identified. For example, this uh, deposition of Joanna Schoberg that had been previously sealed now gives some context to exactly what Jeffrey Epstein was doing with Prince Andrew and some young girls that were there at the time.
2: You know, it's interesting, Spencer. I think uh, there are a lot of people anticipating these names coming out think for salacious reasons, right? Thinking that they- that would describe the various that things. That they were doing all yeah. these uh, you know, untoward things and, and illegal uh, in some cases. But I think there are some famous people who may actually be glad that it comes out because you are, right? You're getting the context. And so far, most of the people we're hearing about weren't doing anything uh, untoward and didn't even know what uh, Jeffrey Epstein was up to. And
1: and if I may, I mean, one one of the interesting things was with Bill Clinton, they didn't talk about any kind of interaction other than the fact that. He likes, according to Jeffrey, uh, right.
2: likes young young girls.
1: They said that, but they never delivered. Right.
7: It's classic hearsay, right? It's one person saying what another person said about a third person. So right. yeah, I mean, we've got to look at all of this information in context. In in a regular court proceeding, you're gonna have deposition testimony, you're gonna have motion practice, you're gonna have witness lists, all of these things identifying potential people that who may have information. I mean, I know one of the questions, for example, in the deposition to one of the witnesses that has now been released is, did you um, ever see Donald Trump? And the answer was no. Well, there you go. Donald Trump's name was now unredacted, but the context of it means nothing in that circumstance. Right. So we need more information. We need more data. I can tell you one thing. I personally walked through Jeffrey Epstein's home after the search warrant was executed, and. I identified numerous cameras and computer hard drives that were missing. And a lot of that information was seized by the FBI, not only in Palm Beach, but also in the Virgin Islands, in Manhattan. Where are the videos? That's what I think the population needs to see because that would be incriminating evidence.
2: Spencer, uh, one of the things I was thinking about is, that, you know, you're, it's been so many years since your first client came forward. Uh, and I'm, yeah. I'm wondering how, all of this information coming out now and the public really sinking its teeth into it, how it affects some of your your clients, if you've spoken to them, is this sort of traumatizing that they have to relive uh, a lot of these details uh, that will be coming out?
7: Yeah, that's a really good question. And I think that uh, the victims in this entire thing really do get forgotten over time. You know, Everybody is so busy talking about the perpetrators, whether it's Jeffrey Epstein or Glenn Maxwell or others, and the victims get forgotten, but you're right, you know, the more information that comes out over the length of years, it's been over 16 years, that right? Is it wow. that
1: long? Yeah,
7: yeah. 2007 was the genesis of this, and then he was convicted in 2008, initially in Palm Beach, and now we're in 2023, some of these young girls were 14 and 15 at the time, are now in their 30s with right. families, right? Right. They don't want to have to remember any of this, but in the same vein, they're happy that now the world can truly see that they were right, right? And that the world can see the evidence for what it was and exactly what happened. Because in the beginning of all this, they were being abused by a lot of people in the press, famous people, others, and deniers, and blaming them for coming out against or lying about Jeffrey Epstein. Now we know they were right, and he was wrong.
2: Yeah, well, that's the that's the good good part of, that, of this information coming out. Spencer, thank you so much thank for you, joining Spencer. us. Uh, really appreciate your perspective on this. Uh, I have a feeling that we we might be talking to you uh, in the weeks to come because With the next dump. Yes, exactly. The next dump of information. Thanks so much. We, we Thanks, all
7: answered.
2: Really yeah. appreciate it. For a lot of people, millions of people probably, uh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard's story was the first time they really learned about the condition known as uh, Munchausen by proxy. Uh, That's what her mother was suffering, what her mother had, and basically is why she pretended like
1: Gypsy was ill all of her life. The mother forced her to have these surgeries, putting tubes down her throat, I mean, it was just awful. So now that uh, she is out of prison,
2: uh, there's an an organization that is hoping that, uh, that she will talk a lot more about her experience because they believe that it could help save the lives of other people who are victims of this syndrome.
4: Right, and the group is called Munchausen Support. It's here in the U.S. And, and it's kind of a two-sided response that they gave us because we reached out saying, look, what do you think of her case, her involvement in what happened with her mother, and kind of what she can do moving forward? And and the group said, unsurprisingly, look, while we don't condone what her role that she played in her mother's murder, Obviously, we understand that the more people talking about Munchausen by proxy, the more people are going to learn about it, the more that there's going to bring awareness but to I it. But i got to
1: say that when you're dealing with a little kid like Gypsy was, and her whole world revolves around her mother's you know, desire to make it look like Gypsy is suffering from all sorts yeah. of things that she doesn't have, she doesn't know what the real world is like. So she never went to the police. She never asked for help. Right. And for Gypsy now to reach out and let people know, it tells kids this isn't normal. This isn't the way it should be. And then it will encourage them maybe to go to the police, not take right. the law into their own hands, but go to a social worker, go to a school, go to a teacher, go to another adult, go to somebody say, somebody. say something about it and yeah. get some help.
0: Yeah, I think it's really good that she's finally getting. Uh, like that she got the help that she needed and she's able to like go back into society and can help other people who also went through, might have been going through such a terrible ordeal.
1: Yeah, it is indeed. I mean, she's gonna, she's doing a lot of good. she's gonna have the platform to do it, but that's for sure. Okay, that time of the week. Yes, indeed. First first one,
2: your favorite time of the week for the first time of the year, Tim is here. What's going on? All right, Tim, 2024, what do you got for
5: us? All right, so you guys both have dogs. If you're looking for an art piece that incorporates your dogs, (laughs) just take a, a portrait, send it to this artist, he's a chainsaw artist. And so what he does is he has this big piece of wood and he takes the chainsaw and he goes, Draws. And he creates off art. The, creates art, exactly. But <laughs> so no, it, It's very, it, it looks like, okay, you know, he might be doing, but oh look at God. the fine wow. details. He uses everything chainsaw. Oh and my then, gosh. Yeah, eventually he like paints a little bit, he gets really fine. And, and deep in there, and then eventually, you know. Oh my gosh, wow. the color, and then the end product looks Okay, I like was really gonna make cool. fun of this. No, but I mean, that's, it's, it's uh, amazing. So. God,
1: it's really amazing. Not only amazing, but God, you shouldn't have bought that picture of that mountain.
5: You could have used could could
2: that instead <laughs> of put <putting> that up.
5: <laughs> okay, next him. All right, so you guys both work out. If uh, it's the new year, you're looking for a new routine, new workout, <laughs> so check this out. Uh, leg, leg press, but a little different. Um, he oh has a- Give, give me the, a break. On the leg. That's <laughs> the not lay a break. real car. I mean, it's at least the uh, shell of a car. Whatever. Even if it's I mean, just the shell of the it, it could heavy. be a paper car.
2: Um, I don't like his form, though. You gotta, gotta, you gotta get little, deeper. You right. gotta get a little deeper. Right. In that, so, I don't on.
5: know. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> okay. don't try that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Last one. Because uh, every gym has that stuff. Right. All right. So. Bridge jumping is quite dangerous. Um, definitely, Uh-oh. don't try this at Uh-oh. home. So check this bridge out. Jumping. This guy is on top of a bridge. He wants to jump from one side to the other, which seems pretty painless. Oh! Oh, he, he
2: jumps in oh and he God. goes in the water. All right, it's not uh, that
5: far of a fall, but here's the thing.
2: Uh, reminds me of the fall I took. Yesterday the chances
5: <laughs> of jumping from that pole to that pole are pretty slim. So I don't know why these guys keep trying this, but. I don't know.
2: Because they're going to stick the landing one of these days. One of these days. And then wow. you won't use the video.
1: Right,
5: exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> okay, Tim.
2: Thank All you. All right, Tim. see ya.
1: <laughs> oh that boy. So painful. Oh
2: yeah god. Ready to feel some good vibrations? Good vibrations. As in Marky Mark? <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah, see there see the reference there. Jeremy Allen White is now on those Calvin Klein billboards where we used to see Marky Mark doing it. He's an underwear model. He is an underwear model. And Calvin Klein, I think they, they chose well here. I don't think there's much more to really say other than, than to show you. <laughs> 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 to show you. So what are you going to say? Um, let's see. Uh, well, listen, the rooftops in New York City are looking. <laughs> Looking what, good yeah, this what, time of year.
1: Like, what is this about? What, what you know
3: what it's about. It's about it doesn't matter what it's about. We get to see Jeremy Allen White and Whitey Tidies. He looks good. Personally, I'm a big Shameless fan, and I've never really looked at him as like he the wasn't sexy like this guy, on Shameless. Because on yeah. Shameless, he's like very disgruntled. He's he's scruffy. And he's, he's covered up a lot. Got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> but like seeing him in these Calvin, Cl- the man looks good. He's fresh off of his divorce. He's single or not single. We think he's a. Uh, yeah, he's dating, dating Rosalia. Yeah, we've seen them out and about uh, in the streets, but yeah, he looks great. Um, I think this is a great choice for them uh, and for him as well. But he had a year, man. Sure did. I mean, the, ups and downs.
1: Yeah, but that's that's actually a big deal that they chose him because there's so many actors out there, and you know he's on uh, you know big shows, but everything's so fragmented that you don't have like the marquee, you know, right. you, you don't have. Tell
2: me something, do you? Because you said this a few weeks ago. Do you still see Gene Wilder when you see? him in the Calvin Pine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah no. you're not seeing Gene Wilder anymore, are you? <laughs> okay. No,
3: but like, I mean, I feel like if there was a Calvin Klein model back in Gene Wilder's days, maybe it would have been Gene Wilder because I,
2: clearly I, I they're twins. So.
1: I have a something I would love to say to quote Madeline Kahn, um, Kahn from Young oh, Frankenstein. Uh, no, don't but do it. I won't do it. I know what the quote is.
0: <laughs> Hi, this is Sartiana from Newport Beach. Hey, listen, steamy, sexy, and seductive are words that sit well with Jeremy, and I'm glad that he's finally getting the attention he deserves. You know, from the few interviews that I've seen from him, he just strikes me as a very charismatic, humble, calm, and amicable individual. And I'm now he's a firmly established sex symbol. I just can't wait to see more from him, particularly at the Golden Globes and any future projects that he is involved
1: There ain't, no, if there ain't showing much off to Calvin see. Yeah, there ain't much more to see. <laughs> uh, okay. A little bit more. Uh, what else you guys want to talk about? This is Partee and direct from Planet Earth. Looks like Redden proved Judge Holt is right. Thoughts and prayers to everyone involved, but I got two important questions. Why wasn't that man on Vince McMahon's radar, and why would he commit such a wild crime by wearing the late, great Biggie on his sweatshirt? Is it just me?
2: Oh, let's leave Biggie out of yeah. this. I mean, that, that is, this come is on, really man. This is really just awful
1: that this happened. It, but it is really. a sign of the
2: times. Yeah, and um, I, I think that judge, I really feel for her when she has to get back on the on Absolutely. The yeah. Uh One more.
6: Hey guys, it's Macaulay in Barrie, Ontario, Canada. I want to talk about the Britney Spears story and the pressure on her to return to performing. Never thought I'd say this about Britney Spears supporters, but leave Britney alone. She's got the whole world watching, so I say we let her make bank the easy way. It's even got me considering getting in on the act, you know? Oh
2: God. Interestingly, by the way, uh, this just in, she deleted her Instagram today, so I I did I, she's not done that in that. the past. But I did not know that. She's done it in the past, and um, i, I will see I, how long she stays I don't think away. it's forever. Joe Jonas enjoying a little downtime in Cabo, and he is not doing it alone, uh, which is interesting because this looks like um, the first real relationship we've seen him in since the
1: split from Sophie Turner. Um, It seems to be one. She is a model. Yes. Um, um, and she's pretty famous, actually, on social media. But they took a trip down there, so now Sophie's got a boyfriend, and he seems like he's got a girlfriend. Uh, Stormy Bree, by the way, she is... Former Miss Teen Miss USA? Miss Teen USA. Yes. Much, For, much long yeah, ago. <laughs> well, like <laughs> right. 15 years ago. Right, right, like right. That. Yeah. She's, like, she's like 34, 35. She's 33, 33. years old. He's she's 34. around his age, yeah. Yeah. So I, you, you know, move on. Seems like they're
2: probably dating, right? You don't fly to Mexico with someone on vacation.
1: I don't know. I don't. Who knows, <laughs> they're, dude? They're together. Yeah, they're together. Right. Uh, okay. Good for Joe. Good for Sophie. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody moves on.